We are recording. Hi. Hola. Ready? 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 Oh. <laughs> mm. <sighs> Gotta love that Bud Light hard seltzer flavor. <laughs> Classic cola. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Apartment 1R with Holly and Michael. This is a um, different kind of episode. A little sad. It makes me a little sad. It's a little somber. So this is the final episode of the season. Season one is on wraps. It's also on sandwiches. So toodaloo. <laughs> we did our first trial. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. You'll be back. We, you know, you know, you'll be back. You'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back October first. Right. We're gonna do October first. It's gonna be season two. It's gonna be it's gonna be classy. It's gonna be a little bit more <gasps> gathered, a little bit more get together, um, a little bit more um, amped up, amped up, get pumped up. Right, right. We decided that it was hard to record and then try to get it done in a week. So we're gonna use this time to record the episodes, have them ready, do some promoting. You know, we're both working people. We have jobs. It's very exhausting. We Ugh. have a lot to do. We have a whole house to make. Maintain. It's a lot. Me and Michael have had a lot of endeavors, as well as Hamza with us. Who you guys met episode three. We've had a lot of endeavors in our life. And I think this one, we've invested more so than we have with any other endeavor. Right. And we believe in this. <laughs> feels good. It feels good. It feels good. Not to be dramatic, but this podcast came to my life when I needed it. And I love you guys for that. So I can't wait to see you again. Oh my God, we're rolling. If she starts now, she's never gonna finish. Throw up! Goddamn door! I will fuck you up. Do I it. will literally fuck We're you up. We're fine. We're up the jobs, the economy. Oh, no, no, Welcome back to another episode of The Diaries of the Mentally Ill. Do we think that owning an air fryer is connected to classism? Isn't that like a, um, those things that you make? What are those cakes that they sell at carnivals? Funnel cake. Isn't it like frying? Like, isn't that bad? Well, no, an air, the whole concept of it, it's an oven. It's like a toaster oven, oh. but it makes everything really crispy. And, but the thing about it is people who have air fryers never shut up about them. And they think that they're better than everyone else and that everyone else needs to just dissolve into thin air. <laughs> <laughs> who have you known that talks about it? Are there people who talk? About it or you hear it on like podcasts and shit? I hear it on podcasts. I hear it in day to day. I hear. I can't mention if I'm talking about like a recipe. Someone pops in and says, "Ooh, that'd be so good in the air fryer." Ooh, imagine that in the air fryer. How crispy it would be. Is it healthier? Allegedly, it's healthier. Do you use oil? I don't know. I've never used one. I'm assuming it's an oven. I'm assuming you like you know you coat it in oil, stick it in on a tray, and it cooks. Huh. Is it expensive? Well, it can't be too expensive. You know, I'm sure there's you know high end ones and then there's bargain ones. How is it that it's a class? this issue then it just feels like it is doesn't it the rhetoric in which people speak about their air fryers feels classist it feels homophobic it feels fat shaming it feels like a lot of things I don't think I've ever heard someone <laughs> talk about air fryers. <laughs> am I that one then for you? Like, am I the air fryer guy that won't shut up about air fryers? Today is the first day that you've spoken <laughs> about it. So no, but obviously it's shown up enough in your brain where you're like, wait, this is a pattern to like note and complain about. It's just one of the fads, you know? I feel like it's been around for a long time now. Yeah, it's been a while. Clothing. Clothing. Both guys and women have difficulty with it. I've always heard that guys have difficulty with fashion in terms of like you don't have as much, like you're limited. Well, I feel like we're kind of at this renaissance when it comes to male fashion at the moment where things are changing. However, yes, for the most part, because girls just have more, you know, dresses and skirts and blouses and shirts and purse and do do do. Guys, it's like pants and shirt, shirt pants. You wear 
wear pants with shirt. Yeah. And I always felt that way too. Like I always felt bad for guys until I realized that the excess of fashion is actually drowning. Like drowning in terms of like it is drowning. Does that make sense? No. Smothering. There's too much. You end up throwing shit around. You end up throwing shit on the floor. But you do that too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm somebody who fluctuates weight to like a serious degree, like to like several, several pants sizes, several shirt sizes. It's very like the seasons, but it's what's on the floor, what's in the closet and what's depending on the size. So there's always 75 to 80 percent of my closet that I can't wear at any given time, whether it's too small or too big. Yeah, that's like a struggle on its own. The thing is that I realized that men seem to be efficient in that sense that they have one wallet, pants. I learned through wearing my brother's pants that men have deep pockets was shocking. Oh, yeah. I could fit this whole thing right here into my pocket. A phone, a wallet, keys. Meanwhile, women have their pockets are extremely shallow and we're like bombarded with this idea of purses and big wallets. Wallets with like keychains and like... It's basically a clutch at that point. A clutch is in like a purse. Mm-hmm. So you're like holding shit. Although I always end up holding more shit than the rest. You are an outlier. <laughs> you, for those of you who don't know Holly Goldsmith over here, there is no such thing as Holly leaving the house without at least two bags, a jacket, 16 items miscellaneously like in her arms. You're an outlier. But I will say that, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. I do drag every once in a while. And I've always known about the fact that women's clothes don't have pockets and like the industry wants you to buy purses and blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't until I was actually in women's clothing. All I had to bring out with me was my small little keys and my phone. And I was like, wait, like I literally need an entire purse for these two items. Like I just can't, like there's nowhere for me to put them. Yeah, literally. And now that I'm wearing men's jackets and such, men's jackets, by the way, like there's like five pockets. Yeah, there's an inside pocket. There's an outside pocket. There's a little pocket up here. And they're all deep pockets. The one on the inside. I love that pocket. I love that pocket. That's my favorite pocket. I go to the store. They say, do you want a bag? I say, no, it goes right in my jacket. And now I have a men's wallet. It's flat. Mm -hmm. It's so flat. That's also because you're broke and it's not filled with money. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so easy to like slide it into that inside pocket in my jacket. Oh, it's so easy. It's so efficient. I want to be married to the inside pocket. I cannot believe that this is news to me. How organized my life would be had I known that I need to be buying men's clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I do buy, I was buying men's clothes in my teenage years. Yeah, you had the sweatpants and the sweatpants had a ton of pockets on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe but, that's why you were so into it. Yeah, yeah. Because like women's jeans, first of all, they're tight. Fuck women's jeans. Oh my God, they're awful. They're awful. They're so awful. They're tight. The pockets are useless. Sometimes they do that stupid shit where they put a button on something and there's (laughs) like the appearance of a pocket. Like, why would you do that? I don't understand. It's torture. It's a form of torture in America. Now we have all this shit that's not useful. And I feel that, yes, fashion is an artistic outlet. However, it's just an easier life to have a few good quality clothing and accessories that you can just wear every day. My goal is to be a sim with designated everyday outfit, pajamas, Hot weather outfit, cold weather outfit, casual, fancy, designated. Because what I what I do is I just wear my work uniform every day and a t-shirt, you know? Like, I just don't dress up. I just don't. It was to the point where my friend invited me out to a club and I went and he looked up and down and said, oh, that's what you're wearing. Okay. Okay. And it really made me realize I don't have nice clothes. Yeah, that's the other end of things. The two extremes being having too much shit that doesn't work properly. It just looks nice, but it's uncomfortable and it's inefficient. And then the other extreme is a work uniform. And when you're working five days a week and picking up shifts, now every day you're wearing your work uniform. Like there's no sense of self-expression and you're just like the robot. I don't know, that's gross too. And the work clothing has like lot like Ew. stains on it and shit. Like there's no self-care in that. Ew. Today it was raining, so I was wet. Like my jeans were wet. I wanted to peel my skin off like Mr. Krabs. Like I wanted to molt. Did they have like food stains on them and shit? No, because it was raining. I walked through the rain. My jeans were wet. Oh, it was to work. Mm-hmm. Clocked in. I was in a wet uniform. I wanted to just freak out. Oh, God. You couldn't change it. I wanted to freak out. You didn't bring the umbrella? I brought the umbrella, but, you know, it only covers so much. There's sideways. There's winds. There's splashing. My jeans were soaked. 
And that's another thing. Okay. This goes to New York City residents. You know how we have the um, scaffolding all over New York City? When you have an umbrella open, close it before you walk under the scaffolding because now you and me are bumping shoulders and your umbrella is hitting me in the face. Close it. There's a scaffolding above you. Did that happen? To yes. It happens every time it rains. I close it. I say, oh, I don't need it right now because we have one centimeter of a sidewalk to share with the general public. So I'm going to close my umbrella, hold it to my side while I'm under the scaffolding and wait until I'm out there. <laughs> And reopen it. I haven't been through that yet because I just never use umbrellas. I would think that if I did use umbrellas, though, I probably wouldn't close it. Oh, no, you wouldn't. You would be smacking everyone in the face as you walk. Yeah, definitely. Because for me, it's just like my body clenches. I stiffen into the same position and I'm also always holding shit. So it's hard to then close something like I don't have freedom of body movement. It goes back to the pocket thing. Yeah, but I'm such an idiot that this is how little I use umbrellas and how much of an idiot I am. Literally, like, I think it was like a, two years ago, some time in the past, in like the recent-ish, recent in terms of what I'm about to say, is that I literally was walking through the rain once and I was like, you know, fuck this. They should come up with a way to defend against rain. Oh, wow. Yeah, I literally said that. And then it wasn't until like a minute, I don't know how long, how much longer. Like, like it was, was you frustratedly being like, yeah, they should invent a piece of fabric that opens up above <laughs> my head with a metal prod that yeah. I could hold. <laughs> And I was like, oh, right, umbrellas. No, I didn't use umbrellas for the longest time. And then it wasn't until I met him out on a date and it was raining and I showed up slicked soaking wet. My hair was stuck to my skin, like soaking wet. And he was like, are you like, do you have a problem? Like, do you not realize umbrellas exist? And I was like, but yeah. they are like a, there's like an annoyance to them. Also, it's windy. Like when it's raining, nine times out of 10, it's also windy. So now you're like battling the wind with this tent above you. It's a lot. When the wind goes against the umbrella and mm -hmm. like those pieces start flailing upwards. Yeah, I would, I would, for those of you that are not on the Patreon exclusive who can't see the footage, my umbrella over there and the thing is snapped in half. I was holding it in the winds went and it snapped in half in my hand. Oh my God. Yeah. And then you had to carry a broken umbrella. And at that point I was like, what's the point? And what do you do? Stand there in the rain and then try to fix it or do something no, with there's it? there's no fixing it. It was clean, snapped in half, compound fracture. And then they're all wet when you get inside and you're like, what do I do with it yeah, now? Where do I put it? You're not supposed to have them open inside because it's- Oh, and another <laughs> thing that goes out to New York City residents, do not put your umbrella on the subway seat next to you under any circumstance. Agreed. What are you doing? Because you're going to get up and then someone's going to go sit there and be like, oh wait, what is that liquid? Could be pee, could be spit. Or know. it could be rainwater from an idiot. It's like, I like the rain, Um. but only when I'm inside. I want to agree. Like I want to be like, Oh, it's nice when you're inside and you hear the trickling rain on the outside and it's so magical and wonderful. That's not the case. The case is I'm outside. I'm on my way to work. I'm walking to the subway. I'm drenched. I'm soaking wet. I'm miserable. It's never nice, <laughs> you know? So as much as I get the fantasy, like I just don't relate to the fantasy. I hate the rain. Yeah, it's always you who walks in. You open the door and you're like, I'm miserable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're in here nice and cozy in your pajamas. I'm drenched. And it's like, you know, I like garbage. Gardening, so like I understand, you know, we need the rain, we need the ecosystem, you know, but I, again, I don't want to be involved in that. If there could be a bubble around me of dry air, that would be nice. <laughs> There's another option, which I never thought about raincoats question mark what do you think about that you know i actually thought about that for the first time today because this guy had like this poncho on with a hood and he was walking through the rain like he was completely frolicking through like a summer day and i was like this looks like the correct answer you know you're not dealing with the hassle of the umbrella you're not dealing with the hassle of the umbrella you're just walking around in a raincoat and then you take it off you crumple it into a ball and you put it wherever you need to and done What is rosé? Is it like a mixture? I don't think it's a mixture. I think it's its own thing, but I don't know what that thing is. By the way, I'm a horrible bartender. I pour drinks into a cup. I don't know where they come from. I don't know. People at the bar will always ask me like, do you know if this wine was grown with south-facing sea breeze or north-facing sea breeze? I'm like, ma'am, it came from the liquor closet. <laughs> 
that gives me so much anxiety. Questions about the food, questions about anything, because I just don't care. I don't. I never cared enough. Even when I receive the information, it goes through one ear out the other, and I beg myself not to do that. But it just happens in my brain. Yeah, it's like when you ask for someone's name a couple too many times for it to be appropriate. I do that all the time. Yeah, and I read this book about memory, and it was like you need to be interested. And I'm like, am I not interested in anything? No, you're interested in plenty of things. You're not interested in the food industry, which I don't think many people actually are. Yeah. Also, the customer's name and like the names of coworkers that I see when I only walk past once in a while. Yeah, no. You know where I work. It's a corporate restaurant. So you have, there's literally hundreds of employees. I don't even know my sister's age. I'm not remembering Bertha's name on the line. It's just not happening. I wish I had a good memory though. So bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, you've been, do you think there's anything you could do to like work on your memory? Do you think it's a muscle that could be trained? Yes. It's the habit, I think, that you talked about when you said that one time when I was reading this book about memory and then I was like, Michael, there's this way to remember names, which is making associations and blah, blah, blah. And you were like, oh, I already do that. I've always done that. And I, I was like, what? That. Now I'm like, wait a second. That's not some special hack. That's something that people have. Well, let's slow your roll here. I think I'm special. OK, <laughs> I don't think everyone's born with the gifts that I'm born with. No, but it's like, who taught you that? Well, it's not like some big like, for example, I work with someone named Emmeline, which is like a kind of a not common name. She's a British lady. So when she told me her name, Emmeline, I said, okay, Emily Leans, like Emmeline. You just thought to do that. Well, because it was just right there. Emmeline, Emmeline. Yeah, but you even had the thought process to be like, let me make up. Otherwise, I would have been calling this poor British lady Emily the whole time and it would not have been cute. But I didn't even know that was a thing to do. Like if I'm going to forget someone's name, let me use this hat. Did someone teach you that? No. Hmm, Maybe they did. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, I feel that maybe there's habits that I need to obtain that I don't have. They're not second nature yet. And if I just get those habits, which is like making associations with names, then maybe I'll get better at that. It's like, all right, you might not have the best memory, but at least you like, you know, wake up. <laughs> like, you know, there's certain things that you're good at that others aren't. You have a okay, so hobby. So what are you saying? That it's not that? It's not a habit? It's something that you're good at or not good at? Well, no, I guess it could be a habit. <laughs> Do you think that I have ADHD? So I am not a doctor. <laughs> like, I do not. Every single person in my life has told me that they have ADHD. So I don't know what makes someone with ADHD have ADHD. I don't know. I don't know the symptoms because apparently everyone around me has it. So I don't know. I've never looked into it. But can you tell me, do you have ADHD? I want to believe that I don't. I want to say that doctors lied to me. I lied to myself. I made excuses for myself. I need better habits. But then sometimes people look at me like I'm a fucking idiot. I know that when they well, <laughs> I know that when they walk away, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I hate stupid people." Well, first of all, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> they could actually go fuck themselves. I hate when people say that. Ew. Nobody chooses to be stupid. How are we feeling about the podcast? We having a good time. We're having a good time. We're having, having a, good a good time. time. On Spotify, you can comment directly to an episode, not on Apple Podcasts, as far as I know. So your options thus far are Instagram, apt1r.podcast, and Spotify, or Twitter, which we still gotta get up and pump in. I know, maybe we'll make a link tree. A lot's gonna happen in the next two months, okay? LinkedIn? buckle up. Yeah, is that what I meant? (laughs) Yeah, I like link tree better. Hey, run over to our Instagram right now and let us know. Um, we're just advertising. We need you guys. I've just been sitting here advertising for like 20 minutes. I know. We don't know what to say to each other anymore. Yeah. It's an extravaganza. This is going to be our last spontaneous episode. We're not going to have everything scripted, but we will have topics ready next time. How was your weekend? Anything happen? Oh, I had the drag night. I had the drag. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) let me do that again without making your ears bleed. Oh, so I wanted to talk about, and this never made it in. I wanted to talk about premature celebration. Episode two, was it? What is this? What 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 episode is this? Uh, I believe it was episode two that you said you were going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be doing drag nights. I was going to hire the girls. I was going to. Yeah, none of that happened. You got a lot of congratulations from people mm-hmm. who listen to the podcast. Yes. People were sending me messages. Congratulations. People were coming up to me. Oh, my God. Congrats. And then um, it never happened. So 
That's a little thing about premature celebration. Did you ever go up to and ask him if... Well, it was, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen eventually. Then it was him telling me I needed to find girls. I found a couple girls. Shout out. Hi, Teresa Marie, New York City. I'm sorry that I booked you for a false gag. Um, and then not even booked you. Like, but you know what I mean? Um, and then it just never happened. And then I found out last minute that we were doing a drag show and I was bartending, but I had to be in like a normal clothes for like half the shift and then switch into clothes at eight. I couldn't get into drag at work. And then honestly, the air conditioning at my job is not where it should be for me to be in drag and bartending at the same time. So I just wore a comfy little uh, cargo shorts and a t-shirt and did my thing, but it was fun. Do you feel robbed? I don't feel robbed, but I do feel like it would have been better had I had my little hands in the pot. Mm-hmm. It would have went a little smoother, a little cunter. But how was your weekend? Um, I worked. I think I worked on Friday. Today's Sunday. I worked today. Um, business is slow, guys. Business is, are we all broke as shit right now? Not for me, because I work in a movie theater and Barbie's booming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you making good tips then? Better than normal, but still shitty compared to like most people on the planet. Well, okay, let me take that back. Hashtag first world problems. Most people in our like, you know, tax yeah, bracket. Yeah. Shitty for bartenders probably, right? Uh-huh. Business is slow for me. Slow, slow. Because all the rich people left for the... Yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? I didn't notice that they until I heard about the it. the Hamptons and Nantucket it and um, Fire Island or whatever house they have in some beach somewhere that they go to every summer. Honestly, nice. Good. Get out of here. Yeah, except everyone's losing shifts. So we're all just like, ah, I was always the one person who because I feel like most people are like, no, I want my hours. I want my money. If a manager came up to me usually and is like, do you want to go home early? I'm like, yes, immediately. It's like Christmas for me when I get to go home early. But now it's not. Yeah. That's how broke I am. And I have a credit card. You've avoided this situation. I feel so strongly about this. I feel like I'm doing the correct thing. Not the correct thing. I know I'm doing the wrong thing, but it feels correct to not have a credit card. No, it is correct to not have a credit card. Are you coming around to the idea? I was that person for a long time, but then I did it for the purposes of rent, I guess, and just needing it, a credit score or whatever. Um, But... I will say that I have been using it for emergencies of being broke, of trying. You know, I tried to get out there. I tried to get a job. Um, I'm slacking now. And also I'm putting a lot into this podcast because I believe in it. Um, And so therefore you kind of need credit. Like you just need it sometimes to invest. If you don't have the money to invest in things, Michael might not have not have credit or any debt. However, the money that I spent on credit, (laughs) he has credit with me. Yes. Like I, you know, I use you for certain things. (laughs) You know, for you, you don't have the risk, but you don't have the credit score. So it's a give. And it's also like I don't have money half the time, you know, especially because I get paid biweekly, which fuck that. That should be illegal. It should be illegal. And I don't want to hear, oh, just manage your money better. No. My dad was like, they're holding on to your money for two weeks. And ever since he said that, I'm like, oh, my God, they're holding on to my money for two weeks. Put it down. Are you holding it? Give it to me. I need it. That's only getting paid twice a month. Uh, It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's disgusting. Sound off in the comments if you're a bi-weekly bitch. The bi-weekly bitter bitch brigade. That's what I am. And I know a couple of you bitches are also part of the bi-weekly bitter bitch brigade. So sound off. It gets hard to calculate everything because it's a whole two weeks. You don't know if you get lost in the hours. You don't know. Do you check your pay stubs? No, I just uh, hope for the best. Literally. I know. I feel like everyone says to me, oh, you got to check your pay stubs. I never do ever. I don't think I ever have once. They could fully be robbing me. I just have no idea. I don't got time for that. I don't have time for that. The way I see it is someone else will notice and then sue them and they'll like go bankrupt because everyone else is checking. I don't even know where I was last week. Like I can't keep track. Keep track of your hours. No, that's the job's job. You guys get it. You have to get home. You have to do dishes, make food, then do dishes. But in my case, it ends up being I do dishes before cooking because then when you cook, you're too tired to clean the dishes and then you have to get ready for bed. Then you have to eat the food. Yeah. God forbid. Enjoy yourself. Crack open a little something. Maybe it's a Bud Light seltzer, hard soda. Oh my God. This is where my life is at. I have to force myself to sit down sometimes and eat food in front of the TV because otherwise I attempt to do this every night for a long time. I've I've attempted to do this. 
this where I'm trying to eat and do other things at the same time where I'm like, oh, I'll just have a bite, do something, have a bite. And then I just never end up eating the food. It's delicious. But then it gets cold and no longer delicious. And then I have to force myself to eat it and not enjoy it as much. And I'm literally like, please finish this food, Holly. You have not eaten today. That sounds like a full blown eating disorder. I know. <laughs> I think that's a full blown eating disorder. How's that? How's that going? It's the Adderall. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, it feels amazing. Um, This podcast is sponsored by Adderall. I don't know what else to talk about. What I don't know what else I'm feeling. I don't know. It's like, are we feeling numb? Are we feeling... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I feel hopeful. I'm in a lot of debt and I have no money, but I feel hopeful. I feel hopeful too. Like, uh, I just feel like we're going to wake up rich one day. No, we're going to put the work in and we're putting the work in. And you're going away. That's good. You're going to get some summer in. Yeah, I'm going to Lake George. Big shout out Lake George. Is that your summer place? I haven't been in like years and years, but like we used to go when I was a kid in the summer. You sit by the lake, you have a little fire, you walk through the woods on a little trail. You go, ooh, ooh, you know, it's cute. There's the mini ha-ha. I feel like you need a little bit of both in the summer of campfire and beach going. I haven't been to the beach once this summer or really campfire. I haven't done anything summery this summer. Maybe that's why you get depressed because you're not fulfilling the thing that you need to fulfill and then it's going to pass by and be gone. Well, no, I think I'm depressed because of a chemical imbalance mainly because I mean, I do. I'm enjoying summer in the sense where I go out. You know, I'm outside a lot now, you know, like after work with everyone going mm -hmm. out, just being able to drink on the sidewalk and walk around, go to the grocery store, cackle, go to 7-Eleven, which has a fierce iced coffee with an almond creamer. You get to make it yourself, but they don't have hot water past like 9 p.m. And I learned that the hard way. But um, summer nights are wonderful. You can sit on a stoop, drink a little rosé. Yeah, it's the same temperature as inside. Uh, sometimes it's even better. Sometimes even better than inside because inside's a little muggy sometimes yeah. and then you step outside fresh air there's a breeze oh, I love summer nights I love walking around at night and just looking at people's gardens you know here in Astoria where there's some lovely gardens and at night they're all lit up nice or they're not and you get to just you know walk around and observe the garden and I like walking at night because there's no other bitches on the sidewalk that might be like male privilege but there's no one on the sidewalk. You know, I get to like take my time. I don't have to, I don't know. There's no, there's no eyes on you. You're one with the night. You're outside. Sometimes I'll go fuck someone just to walk there. <laughs> I love sitting on the stoop, although I don't do it much. It's weird when we're in this apartment and then we like have to go out to the store or something at night and we realize that the entire neighborhood is alive and pumping. And I feel like I'm missing it. Because we're a little cave in apartment 1R. And then you step out into the world and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot how to step out into the world. Honestly, sometimes I'm like barefoot in a t-shirt, like looking like a mess. <laughs> like, and then I'm expecting just, I'm expecting the whole world to be in my vibe for some reason. And then I go out and it's just a normal day. People outside, restaurants lit up, bars lit up. I don't know how to fix this issue. <laughs> what issue? Of just not going out more. It's gotta be the money thing because you need money to go to a bar. I go out probably a lot, but it's always right after work. I'm already out and then I'm with everyone at work because I'm already out. It's not like I'm like leaving my house getting ready to go out and I'm like, Ugh. after work, I'm like, I want a drink. I went out like maybe like twice with multiple co-workers after work recently and I was like, oh, this is what I needed because what the fuck is the point if you're not going out for drinks after work? Literally, because then you're just cooped up all day. You woke up. Up, you went straight to work. Everyone's pissing you off. And then freedom at the end. Like, I'll literally spend my entire shift being like, I can't wait for this to end. I can't wait to go home. And then when the shift's over, I'm just hanging out, wide awake, energized. And it's wonderful. You know, you get to know people. You spend a little too much money. Make a little mistake here and there. Learn from it or don't. And then end up Ubering home and spending all the money that you made in that day. And then it's a vicious cycle because then you get home. You're drunk. You just Ubered. Um, it's 4.30 in the morning. You collapse into your room, you wake up and it's a vicious cycle of endless misery 
oh, we want to be doing the pod full time. We want to be sat down here with you guys and girls and thems and everyone. We want to hang out with you guys all day. We don't want to go to work. We want to be hanging out all day. Today, someone was having vaginal sex at work. Well, how did they do it? What was the form? Missionary, her on her back, legs spread open in a movie, in a seat, getting fucked. Oh, shit. How'd you know? Did someone tell because you? Because they were like, we're calling the police. Like, she's on, the, she's going to be a, a, a sex, she's a sex offender. She's having, oh, she's getting wait, why just, why just her? Well, and him. Oh my God. They thought that they were being, because in the movie theater, they have lounge chairs and blankets. And like people, you know, do a little sneaky little hand job here and there. Am I, am I here for it? No. I feel like get a room, do it in private. Maybe if you're the only one in the movie theater, but no still. And second of all, um, we're a movie theater where you have table service. So you're like being waited on number one. Also there's children in the movie theater. Well, you're moaning like they. it wasn't like a sneaky little hand job in, in the back of the movie theater. Like it was like it was squeaking of the chairs. It was like dick down, back blown out. Oh, my God. People catch on. They see movement. They get curious what's going on over there. And then they see just humping motions from the lower end of the body. And then it's like, oh, my God, they're really doing it. They're really doing it. And then you can't and focus. On I the saw the couple and they were very drunk. I didn't serve them. Just so you know. So it was probably like loud, sloppy sex. Like that's the way it was described. Just drunk drunken, loud humping in insidious what's turning you on about insidious and you paid fucking almost $40 for a movie ticket to fuck through it girl you ever heard of Netflix and chill chill you, out you know what it is they it's a romantic idea of doing something sexual in a movie I don't know if it's romantic <laughs> no I don't know just in movies and shows you've seen hands touching when the popcorn falls or something you know and then I feel like somehow it turned into <laughs> fingering and hand jobs in the real world and um, they thought that that was the vibe fingering and hand jobs and they just went a little bit further in their minds and then now they're walking out the building with the police that's just (laughs) (laughs) they're walking out the building impregnated in handcuffs wow that is so embarrassing imagine sex offender registry are you serious can you get a hotel I do feel a little bad for them because if they're drunk enough and they feel like they're alone mama I was told that the people next to them were sitting in the seat next to them and she was throwing her body onto them to the point where they had to like oh my god it was sloppy sloppy like it wasn't like he 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 oh we're like uh uh oh let's not get caught it was like pound town just left pound town also yeah you're right it is sex offender vibes because for the server that's someone working what are they supposed to do tell them to stop it's not like a please quiet down situation like what if you're a 12 year old in the seat in front of them and you're like why are they having sex on me. My manager was, and I felt so bad for her. She was pissed off. She was fuming. Was it, did she have to stop it? I don't know what went down. Take everything but the grain of salt. Cause I just heard, she told me quickly, like she was just frustrated. What's so creepy about it is, you know, the feeling of just being like, is what I think is happening, happening. And then you realize it. And then not only do you realize it, <laughs> but you have extra time to sit in it, you know, as spectators. Yeah. The spectators were probably confused at first. And then they were like, oh my God, is that what I... Wait, and then once it's processed, now they're still hearing it. Breeding culture. Reproduction. (laughs) You know? Species survival. Darwinism. This is where evolution led us to having sex in movie theaters. And like rocking back and forth with a Bud Light hard seltzer, chatting into a microphone about it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it's better than being pillaged and raped. So I guess we're doing something right, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anymore. Yeah. But you know, it seems like there's some people who made it in the world and they've had some humbled beginnings such as being broke and in debt. And that's what keeps me going is knowing that there were others. I always say, you know, we're just writing our backstories. It's weird to me in it because of the hustle, you can't enjoy it. So I know in the future I'm going to be like, remember and all nostalgic. But like right now, I am aware that I'm not actually living in it, mm-hmm. in the hustle. 
because we love a hustle. We just want a better hustle. It's like, ugh. You know, I don't like a hustle. I like a clean routine with time to eat, time to break. Every time I take a break at work, even I'm like, what can I get done at in my break? At this point, for as long as I could remember, you've been in a hustle. For as long as I can remember, Holly Goldsmith is. 12 things at once on your plate. I literally felt like the first time and it's gone now. But the one time in my life where I felt I'm happy right now. Like I'm fulfilled. I'm content. I feel good where I wasn't questioning things or whatever was during COVID when which I know is a sour time. But I also know that there's a lot of us who feel that way. Because it was the first time we had a summer vacation and we were getting paid. Also, the other thing is feeling guilt whenever I go out, whenever I take time off, I feel extremely guilty. I could have used that time to do something else or there was something else that I should have gotten done already, but I haven't yet. And it's hard to just sit. But during COVID, it wasn't. It was appreciating the little things like going for a walk, having dinner. We should have family dinners again in this household. Remember we used to sit outside. We used to bring a blanket on the sidewalk and sit outside Mm -hmm. we should do that again because I also loved COVID in the moment I was like uh but looking back that was the last time I felt joy which is terrible well the part of it that was annoying was the mask thing I'm gonna be that person yeah no it was was terrible it was horrible I hated everyone I mean it was you know understandable it was a pandemic some people were like really extra and really weird for a really long time the whole political thing was the thing that I think dampered the whole experience yeah (laughs) Yeah. it wasn't the virus it wasn't the virus that wiped out like it was the political environment but it is it's true it's true it worsened it obviously it was like a really bad time but like I said there was a lot of us who did for the first time in a long time have a moment to breathe there was nothing to do because you couldn't do it which is interesting because it's almost like being told to stay home sounds like a trap but it was so freeing the first like initial panic was not fun and then it got fun and then it got really lame (laughs) yeah and then it got like I'm sick of this conversation which we're doing now but it was just a that was the one moment it was a fleeting moment and then now it's gone and I'm back to hustle mode but I refuse to stop hustle mode until I'm making money (laughs) I say to people a lot I'm trying to get rich and I feel like sometimes people people look down on that word they don't like that word rich but when I say I'm trying to get rich what I'm really saying is I'm trying to be able to go to restaurants I'm trying to be able to travel if I want take a break if I want I want to have a car because the other thing about COVID was I had six thousand dollars in my bank account filthy rich with six thousand dollars in my bank account in my savings not just my bank account my savings they say eat the rich mama I'm trying to be eight I don't want to be seven I don't want to be nine I want to be Eight. I want a house in Versailles. I want veneers. You know, I, I you you're you're like, oh, I just want to be comfortable and be happy. I want, you know, gowns. I want jets. I, I want it all. Okay. <laughs> I want to be like top one percent disgusting. Like I want to be um I want I want the the money to change me. I want all of my like friends and relatives to say, you've changed and we don't like who you've become. <laughs> I want to be corrupted. You know what I mean? Like I want to, I want that experience. I want veneers. I want lip filler, just a little filler, a little Botox in the forehead. Um, you know what I mean? Forehead? Why? I mean, I don't need it now, but like eventually I'll, I'll need a little, just a little something, you know, that kind of stuff. I want faux fur, you know. I want to own a house. Uh, we've had this discussion. You don't want rooms that, I want rooms. I want to walk down a, a corridor. Michael wants that room, that living room that nobody goes in because it's weirdly fancy. I will make this huge disclaimer. I don't want a plastic living room, like the plastic wrap, don't touch it. But I want so many rooms that this is the green room this is the purple room this is the bar this is the the I don't even read but I want a library you know like I just want that I want that you could touch it you could go play but I want ooh I want a, I want an empty room <laughs> you know <laughs> like, I want rooms I forgot about I want a huge yard. I want, um, I want it all. That doesn't sound healthy. No, it's not. Cause it's also, you know, I'm being, I know I'm being like, delu- you know, I'm being funny, I'm being silly, I'm being facetious, but you know what I mean. I know right, you like I, mean. I can go along with the joke. Although can I? But to be honest, <laughs> cause like I'm aware that it's a joke, but I'm also aware that it's not really a joke. I, I'm aware that it's not really a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it sounds more like an empty hole. Yeah. 
that empty can't hole, get filled. That empty hole that can't get filled was not only my name in college, but it's also a lifestyle. But I feel like um, I am somebody who loves the little things. I like lounging. I like going into the garden. You know, I like. So if I was rich, I could do those things. If I had a big house, I like decorating. I go into this room and decorate. I would be content if I spent all of my days decorating and painting and gardening. I would also, you know, still go out and still hustle, make podcasts, do all the art stuff. Because I feel like I can't do that stuff if I'm not rich, to be honest. Um, right. It would allow me to do hobbies. It would allow me to have hobbies. I'm a hobby girl, but I'm not a hobby girl because I don't have, you know, the energy. Yeah, you don't have the energy um, a lot, which is weird. You have you're very extroverted, but I you your energy does get drained very quickly. Yeah, I feel like I'm everyone is like, I'm an introverted extrovert. Like, I'm an extrovert. Like, uh, I'm just, I don't know. I'm a people's, I like people. My patience is very thin though. Like if I'm out, it, it could be like a switch of a light and I'm just ready to go home and like be alone. When I need to be alone, I need to be alone. Like I'm not putting up with anything else. And you're very good at being just like, I'm going to bed. I wonder if being an extrovert does that to you where it drains your energy really quickly. Well, because they say that extroverts gain energy from social interactions and extroverts lose lose energy from social interactions. By that definition, I am an introvert. By that definition, I'm an extrovert. Yeah, I see that. But I feel like it just doesn't feel right calling me an introvert because it I feel like I'm an, out, right. I'm an outdoors person. I'm, a, I'm always talking. I'm a people person. I mean, I have seen you get pretty manic every once in a while when you're a, there's a big group of friends around. You get manically excited. Yeah, I, <laughs> I am actually like people do give me energy because that's the thing, I guess. I do get energy from social interactions, but then it's a short battery. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes I'm in the mood to just be a crackhead for like six days in a row. And then other times I'm like, I could be the only person on the planet and I'd be okay. It might have to do with just other things like sleep and um, work, ugh, 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 ugh. physical exhaustion, maybe not drinking enough water, all those little things that are also extra chores and shit. Cause you have to think about that. If things aren't right and you're always tired or you're just not feeling existing, you then have to find the culprit, which could be anything. It could be, it could be B12 deficiency. Right. It could be vitamin D. It could be, you know, too much sleep, not enough sleep, not enough water. I need to drink so much water a day. I drink a lot of water, I think. Yeah, you're a I water mean, drinker. Sometimes I'm bad, but I feel like I'm fine with water. But I'm not fine with like anything else, you know? <laughs> yeah, because Michael sleeps a lot. Although I don't know, because you're also in your room for a long time. So you could be doing anything in there. No, I get You could be a lot. getting naughty in there. Because I mean, there's sometimes where I'm like four, a four hour night sleep bitch, but that's always work involved. If I just have like days off, I could sleep for very long amounts of time. I love sleeping. I love it. I get excited when I go to bed. It's because this world, it's a rough, it's rough out here. It's rough out here. Mm -hmm. We're such opposites because there are times when I'm like, I don't have time to sleep right now. I have shit that I need to do, but I have to fucking sleep. Like it's such a chore. It's so weird that, that natural human things are becoming chores to me. Like eating food, sleeping. What else? You have no problem pooping, right? Sometimes that I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding? Like I'm in the zone right now. Now I have to interrupt it. All those things. For all of you that don't know Holly, she always says, oh, I'm so bad at time management. This bitch, her best friend is not me. Like you might think it's Alexa. Alexa, turn off. Um, <laughs> this bitch times her showers. She times her life, like everything. Like she's down to the second. Right. But then, well... I'm trying to do that. Uh, but and by I still trying, she means she's doing that. She does that. Well, I've succeeded <laughs> with the shower thing. See, like me personally, I'm pretty quick. In the, I don't think I take long showers. Yeah, I you do say, take quick showers. I love... Maybe it's not healthy. Maybe you should be able to, you know, not be so strict on yourself and have a little time in the shower and enjoy yourself. Selfishly, when you get in the shower, I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I know it's going to be five minutes. <laughs> yeah. you know? When I'm alone, wanna know what I do? When I visit, I'm sorry, mom. But like when I visit my hometown and I go to my mom's and dad's house, I'm taking a shower to the point where my skin is red and peeled off of my body. Like I'm spending an hour, I'm pruning up. My vocal cords are blown out and I'm out of phone battery. There's nothing like screaming in a house when you're home alone in the suburbs, just screaming. Hmm. Cause here I'm like, I can't scream like a lunatic. The neighbors can hear me. I'm in the suburbs, I'm in the shower. I'm like, ah. Really? Do you feel like the need to scream? Well, I'm just like sing, I'm singing, but oh. I'm like screaming. Yeah, that's how I feel in a car. Yes, when I'm in a in house a alone, I'm like, hello? 
Is anyone there? Yeah, you hate being home alone. She'll text me and she'll be like, Michael, I feel like there's a man in the room. Like, Yeah, I'm noticing some traits of paranoia inside of me, which frightens me a little. Because nowadays, when I... I remember it took about three days for me to start seeing hallucinations of three days of no sleep. And now it's taking about a day where I'm like, I think I'm seeing things like just now. The reason I brought it up is because I literally thought I was seeing a human being in your room. <laughs> oh God. And, um, well, I feel like I get, cause I don't have insomnia at all. Like I'm not used to not sleeping. Like I'll do it for like a day if I'm just being stupid and like staying out late before work, but I never like go days and days, but I started seeing like jittery hallucinations after like a day too. So I feel like that's kind of normal. Okay. Maybe it's like, I remember thing. I, I remember I thought I saw Portabella at my job. Oh my God. I've literally had that too. And my <laughs> Portabella, dad's- Portabella is my cat, by the way. Do you feel like you see like shadows? Yeah. Like I remember what I thought was Portabella was a bowl of mint like, out mint. of the corner of my eye. I was like, mm-hmm. <gasps> it's weird to say hallucinations because it's not a hallucination. When it happens, it's the feeling of an unstable mind. It's like, um, I can't like I gotta go to bed. Uh huh. It's the, not the world that's untrustworthy. It's like the mind's playing tricks and, but I don't know how to explain it. It's for a moment. You think you see something and you turn, but it's like you think you see, you know that you think you see something. You didn't really see it or have time to process it. And it becomes the very fact that you think you saw something that makes it so weird. It's like there was a split second where I was like, Porty, like Portabella's here. And then I was like, that's so not normal for me to be thinking that. Oh my God, that literally happened at my dad's house. And he's never had animals in that house. You know how it's like, I'm not a doctor, but you see things and then your mind like fills in the blank. Uh-huh. Like you're really just focusing on one thing and the rest is kind of like pixelized little versions of it or whatever. <laughs> so I feel like when you're in, oh, I hope that was caught. <laughs> me too. It me out. Um, so I feel like it's the brain putting the wrong images in. Yeah. So it's not when you're looking directly at it, but like when it's like side filler information, it like gets misconstrued. We're unhealthy right now. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not looking so good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, season Season two is a coming. Season two is a coming. Right. So now we're not going to be floundering around. Now we're going to be structured. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be recording at 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to this first season. Thank you for being there on the journey with us. We're going to be persistent. We're going to keep this going. Yeah. We're just going on a little break. Uh, okay. It's not you. It's us. And we're going to be back with a vengeance. If you're listening in the future to this past podcast, maybe right Right now is years ago. Yeah, we're coming at you from the past, bitch. Hey, future Michael. Hey, future Holly. Listening to this in four years. Yeah, future listeners. The ones that are listening to this live. Yeah, they're the OGs. Okay, they're the real ones. And we see you guys. No, but also welcome to the family. No, I know. I'm just joshing around. If you're going through starting to just listen to all the episodes and it's been three seasons or seven seasons. Or maybe we're touring. You know, maybe I've left for Paris. You know, like, we'll see. <coughs> Welcome to this family. Welcome aboard. Welcome to 1R. You know, grab a room, which there are plenty of dirty little secrets here in apartment 1R. So stay tuned. Find them out. Now, we, we got no secrets here. We're open books. We're open books. But you can be a closed book if you want. Yeah, or maybe just show us a page. Yeah. Yeah, but you just tweet thoughts throughout the week, because that's what we do here in apartment 1R. <laughs> <It's> like everything. <laughs> every other sentence. <laughs> here in apartment 1R. Every other sentence is a plug, but like it's funny because this is our only like product. So I'm just like, oh, like come, come here. Uh, you're, at some point, you're going to want to throw up when you hear the sound of apartment 1R. Yeah. A, that's APT 1R. And by the way, you know what? I got to say, you were right about the apartment 1R thing. What do you think? What are you thinking? In terms of APT or apartment 1R. It's a big deal. It is like every time I say it to someone, I have to plug in. That's APT 1R. And I feel like such an asshole doing it. But I have to. Because whenever I say it to someone, I'm like, just to make sure. But however, maybe the benefit of that is that... It gets it in their head more rather than just apartment 1R. Like maybe me being like, that's APT 1R. I don't know. Get ready for us to shove merch down your throat. Get ready for us to, you know, one thing about us. We're going to be professional. We're going to be corporate. We're going to get corporate up in here. We already are corporate. 
Golden Crow. Okay, you heard it here, folks. We're in LLC, bitch. We're in the papers. Mm-hmm. Unless I got scammed out of $430, <laughs> we should be in the Jewish Herald. The Jewish Herald in New York City. So, yeah. Sold wherever the finest newspapers are sold. That we've yet to find. That we've yet to find. So, if you are a subscriber of the Jewish Herald, keep an eye out for Golden Crow. Let us know if you see it. For those of us that are on a commute to work, have a lovely day at work. For those of us who are unemployed, how does it feel to be living my dream? For those of us struggling to survive, I hope we've given you a little bit of humor, a little bit of thought, something. Today we got really, really real. But, um... We got deep. We got deep. Mama. We got deep, Mary. And you know what, Mom? Mom. Mom, it is what it is, Mom. The gig is up. You know what I mean? The gig is up, Mom. Um, We're just a couple of broke fools trying to make it in the world, thinking we can do it this way. And maybe we can, maybe we can't. I don't know. I may, I may, may or not put that in. Anyways, um, I hope you have... An energetic day. Right. I hope your day is like this. Ooh, 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 ah, 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 ah. I hope you have a lot of the ooh, ah, ah, you know. Slash a sleepful night. I hope you have a sleepful night. Get some rest. Get a full some eight rest. hours. I hope you have a full eight hours of sleep. I know I won't. I know I will. I know I'll be there rotting in my mattress. So if any of you bitches want to rot with me, let me know down in the comments below. Um... Good night, America. Good night, America. And good night anywhere else around the world that are listening in. You guys are just psychopathic enough to relate to us. Here from Queens, New York, Holly and Michael, apartment 1R. We are heading out for the night. Want to know what I'm going to do? Want to know what I'm going to do? Big shout out for everybody who sleeps naked. If you sleep naked... Give a little like, give a little comment, give a little subscribe. Let us know that you let it all hang out. I wish I was that person, but I'm not. You know, I mean, something could be said for how it's not sanitary, you know. You're in your bed. But I'm in my bed, girl. I'm going to let it all hang out. When I get out of the shower, here's a... You want a dirty secret? I'll give you a dirty secret. You get the hot gossip here in apartment 1R. I get out of the shower. One of the first things I do is I get my ass in my bed and I lay there soaking wet because it's one of the few luxuries life has left to offer. Lay in your bed naked. Do it. Feel it. I don't know about laying in your bed naked. Wet. Sure. There's a mildew problem. Sure. There's a black mold problem. But I feel like it's one of those limited life experience you have left that make you a unique individual on this planet do it lay in bed naked do it do it after you're dry or if you're soaking wet because i'll tell you something you'll never feel warmer no because when you're soaking wet it's equivalent to wiping your ass with soft toilet paper that dissolves as you wipe your ass no no i'm gonna sit here nope i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna because there's cat hair on that there's cat hair on that mattress and in those comforters that cat hair is gonna cling to you like toilet paper and sure it will while you're wet but the second you dry you get up you whisk that shit off am i sanitary no is this a problem yes will i continue to do it Absolutely. You need to lay there naked. I I implore you to lay naked in your bed. I implore you. And I think it's time for Michael to lay in bed naked and for me to lay in bed not naked. Fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> um, then again, Holly fully lives with um, the view of the nation outside of her window. That's true. Yeah, I it's have a sidewalk next to me. If anyone were to break in, I would just hope not to be naked during that moment. Because I'm the first. All I know is that if we were broken into, I would be erupted with awakeness after Holly was murdered. So you have some time. I have some time to plot out my escape route. Right, yeah, I'm the first, I'm the first. Oh, you're the first. Anyways, 
I think it's time we say goodnight. Good night, everybody. I love you, and I mean it. I really do. Me too. Thank you for listening to this. Mwah! Mwah, mama. Mwah! Mwah, mom. Bye. Okay, bye. Love ya. Mean it. Love you, mean it. Mwah! Okay, bye. TTYL. TTYL. XOX. BRB. Just kidding. TTYL. <laughs> <laughs>